I'm excited about the possibilities for the future because I think that they are endless and I, I kind of can't wait to see where it all ends up. Welcome to Beyond the Fourth Wall. I'm Lindy. And I'm Joseph. The Fourth Wall. That invisible, magical bridge between actors and audience. For the last year, we've been looking out beyond our fourth wall to see how theater skills are life skills. And now, we want you to join us on the other side of the curtain. Our productions are returning, and we're taking you behind the scenes as we chat with cast, creative teams, and alumni, with an occasional tap number for good measure. So welcome to the Lex Fam, and get ready to go beyond the fourth wall. Today we're chatting with Lindy Franklin Smith and Jeremy Smith, the co-founders of the Lexington Theatre Company. What better place to begin than with the folks who started it all? Lindy serves as the Lex's artistic director, and Jeremy is the Lex's producing director. And I get to ask the questions this time. So of course we're getting all the details on how they became a musical theater power couple. Let's get to know Lindy and Jeremy. Hey, Lindy and Jeremy. Hi, Joseph. Hi, Joseph. This is crazy. I I am stepping into the role of podcast interviewer for the first time for this first episode of our fourth season of Beyond the Fourth Wall. I am so excited for this. The tables have turned, and now I'm in the hot seat. <laughs> I'm going to be asking questions like, what's your favorite snack food? What's your favorite playground ride? What, what's your favorite theme park? It's going to be completely off the walls, because <laughs> this is the first time I've done this. I love it. I love it. Well, and I've got my other partner in crime here, uh, Jeremy Smith, my better half, producing director. Of the Lexington Theater Company. I know this is my first time on the podcast, I believe. Congratulations. I'm super excited to be here. Welcome to Beyond the Fourth Wall. You're stepping into the light, finally. (laughs) Although he always helps on the proofing of Beyond the Fourth Wall, and he's usually uploading the episode, so he's kind of a part of the team, just his first time on the actual interview. Well, Lindy and Jeremy Smith are the biggest power couple in theater. (laughs) With the Lexington Theater Company, you all have done so many amazing things. I'm just so glad that I get to join your all's team and that I get to work alongside you. But let's take it back to when you all first met. Let's hear some stories about Lindy and Jeremy. Oh my goodness. Well, we met in Jeremy's home state. We met uh, while we were at college at Oklahoma City University. Both of us were uh, in the dance program, pursuing degrees in performance and in management. We were got the great opportunity to spend a summer doing shows at Lyric Theater of Oklahoma, which is kind of one of the inspiration theaters for the Lex. And it was during that time that we kind of liked each other. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Jeremy is an amazing tap dancer. And a lot of people don't get to see that side of him now at the Lex because he's usually very much behind the scenes and not on stage. But he's an incredible dancer, incredible tap dancer. And I just remember that summer at Lyric, he was playing Andy Lee in 42nd Street. 
And he was also understudying Billy Lawler, and I was understudying Peggy Sawyer, oh, and they there we you know, go. sort of are a couple there. That's the story. I just, <laughs> I just have these vivid memories of standing in the wings and watching him do Go Into Your Dance. And so when, when we launched the Lex, the first show we did was 42nd Street, and of course Jeremy also toured with 42nd Street, and I did White Christmas with Randy Skinner as well. So all of that work is very near and dear to us, but getting to kind of start the Lex with the same show where we kind of fell in love, 42nd Street was pretty special, and all those memories are are really amazing, and I'm so glad it was the first show we got to do here at the Lex as well. And it was funny because everyone kept saying to us, you guys can't do that show as your first show. It's too big. It's too big. You can't do that as your first show. And we were like, nope. That's the one. That's the one. Well, it felt like home. Yeah. It felt like home. It felt, it's a huge show, but it just felt like we kind of knew it like the back of our hand. And so it was very comforting. And and I don't know, it gave us like a little soft place to land, even though it was very ambitious. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what was it like launching a theater company out of nothing, just starting from scratch? Complete scratch. Complete starting from scratch. Well, I want to take it back just a little bit because, you know, we both performed, but Jeremy actually got his degree in arts management. And when we were in New York, I was performing. And after his performance career, he transitioned into management as well. And so we had this kind of interesting set of skills and passions because he was so good at the business side of the business. Like he really understood things like budgets and contracts and and how a show is formed. And then I was performing and also working on the creative team as a dance captain. And I worked at some casting offices, internships and things. So I kind of had my my feet in a different arena. We were leaving New York and coming to Kentucky and Wayne Bryan, who's been a guest on our podcast out at Music Theater Wichita, started asking us to come and work there in the summers. And so we would be here kind of during the school year, and then we would go off to Wichita, Kansas, every summer and direct and choreograph for for Wayne. It was really there that kind of the idea for the Lex got its inception because we would drive there It's a, you know, Nice 12, 13 hour drive from Kentucky to Kansas. <laughs> Plenty of time to think. Plenty of time, <laughs> time to think. Plenty of time and to think. Talk, um, which we did. And uh, we was there. We were like, well, you know, right now at the Opera House, there's not anything in the summer. And, you know, we have these skill sets that lend us to being able to, you know, run a theater company or produce shows. So why don't we lean into that, create something for Lexington that has never been here before and really pay it forward because we felt so lucky by the things that we were able to do as performers and in in our work in New York. And we wanted to be able to create a place where people could come and get the experiences they needed to then be able to go on and have successful careers or honestly not even like it's not even about being successful. It's just about going on it off and being happy with what they get to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I should say one one little piece of that story. We talked about that we met and, and really fell in love at Lyric Theater in Oklahoma, but we 
spent many of our college summers at Music Theater Wichita as well and made the friends and the connections and got the confidence, quite frankly, that we felt like, okay, I think we can move to New York now and we can do this. And we were under the mentorship of Wayne Bryan and his husband, Mark Madama, who teaches at University of Michigan, so many other amazing directors and choreographers we got to work with, like Kelly O'Hara and Stephanie Block. They were coming in Sheesh. to be, <laughs> they were the the equity leads at Music Theater Wichita when we were in college. Um, Montego Glover, I mean, people who are, you know, Tony winners and Tony nominees. And um, they were all kind of just getting their starts at that time. So long story short, we felt like we received so much. We received so much mentorship and we were so fortunate to have so many guiding hands helping us, mentoring us through through our career. And we wanted to find a way to continue to give that to the next generation because we know that those experiences are so formative. And so a huge reason we wanted to start the Lex was to create another space for young artists to hone the craft and just kind of a way to, you know, say thanks to Wayne and Mark and Lynn and Joe from uh, Oklahoma City University and all the people that have trained us over the over the years. It's just kind of a, a little thank you to them and a uh, a way to take what we've learned and and send it on. Well, I remember when 42nd Street premiered, and I I was so excited. I like hardly knew what was going on <laughs> at first, and I saw the video that you all did um, of uh, at dancers all across you know Lexington and out in front of the Opera House and dancing on Broadway and Short Street, and I ended up getting a ticket to that show because I ran into one of my friends across the street. Because I was playing a show over at the Children's Theater. Um, it, w- it was Christine Hausman. Oh, we love Christine. <laughs> and she was like, have you gotten your ticket to see 42nd Street yet? And I was like, no, I, have, I haven't gotten it. And she was like, here's a ticket. Go see it tonight. Oh, <laughs> so I love that's that what I did. story. That's such a good story. <laughs> and I was completely blown away. I had never seen dance like that before. And so the Lex had been on my mind since that moment, since Christine handed me that ticket. So that was a monumental day, a monumental show for me too, because it it got the wheels turning. Uh, I love that story. And Christine Hausman, I hope you're listening because thank you. Thank you for (laughs) for giving a ticket to Joseph Wrightson and introducing him to the Lex and and for having, that's such a generous thing. Here's a a young artist who needs a a theater seat. That's amazing. I know, I know. Well, you all inspire so many people with everything that you do at the Lex, whether it's working with artists or putting on the shows, inspiring the audiences. I'm curious what inspires you all outside of the theater. What are like some of your hobbies, some of the things that you all do to keep sane or to keep inspired? Well, I think this pandemic um, has been a huge catalyst for figuring out some of those hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) When you can't do live theater, you have to have a hobby. (laughs) You got got extra hobbies. Well, Jeremy has become quite the chef. I mean, I don't know if I think he enjoys it. (laughs) I hope he enjoys it. But since the pandemic, um, he has really become like our house executive chef and he's really amazing. I mean, I've had his chicken tacos before. I mean, they're, they're incredible. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I would say it has become a hobby. Um, and I've always enjoyed, I think, enjoyed cooking, but I don't think I ever felt like I had the time to really invest in it. And I think that that is one of the, the gifts of the pandemic, if you can say that there have been gifts, but has given me that opportunity to kind of really lean in, learn something new and just keep trying new things, which has been cool. I feel like Jeremy, you're so good at like making connections with people. So probably like the spices, making connections with those and like, hmm, what if I tried marjoram with a little sage? What is it, what's that going <laughs> to be like? <laughs> I, bet, I bet that's you in the kitchen. <laughs> he definitely is better than I am in terms of not feeling like he has to follow the recipe like I am definitely uh like how many teaspoons of this how many teaspoons of that yeah, no he's, he's I just start I mean I, I keep the recipe but then I just keep adding things to it so which is fun so are you are you like making like every meal from scratch or making extravagant dinners or what what's the cooking life really like uh not every meal from scratch but you know we are trying to cook a lot more here. I think uh, getting our boys, Ben and Andrew, to be adventurous and not just <laughs> want mac and cheese. That's what I was wondering. I was like, do you cook like some extravagant meal for you and Lindy and then dinosaur chicken nuggets for Ben and Andrew? Or are they on board? <laughs> <laughs> They're on board sometimes. Um, sometimes we do have to have a little bit of a backup plan, but they, uh, <laughs> they've come around. They've come around. They're coming around. Yeah. My, my new... A hobby, which is something that in my performing days, even like pre-pandemic, I think anybody who knows me would be shocked um, to know that I have started to love hiking. And (laughs) I've just never been an outdoorsy kind of girl. Like I was always inside putting on a show. I was always in rehearsal or like in a studio. And during the pandemic, you know, it just kind of felt like the only thing to do sometimes was to try to find some sort of solitary trail where we could go and at least get out in nature a little bit. And I've just fallen in love with it. I absolutely love it. We took our first camping trip this summer and, um, yeah, an outdoorsy girl. I think I'm becoming. Wow. (laughs) People, people are probably very shocked if they know Lindy (laughs) for most of her life. Yes. It's shocking. The other thing that Lindy doesn't, that doesn't necessarily tell people a lot is that she loves to learn. So she spends a lot of her time reading and pouring over books and listening to podcasts and just really taking stuff in so that she has and it fuels her to be able to then share that information with everyone else. So I think that's an incredible trait that she has that she a wants to learn it but also really wants to share it with other people also you all you all can't see the video of this but it is the most wholesome wonderful thing to see lindy and jeremy gassing each other up and just complimenting each <laughs> other because they're just smiling and <laughs> it's so great well, you know it's it's so funny because a lot of times people will meet us and they're like wait you're married and you work together? Like, isn't that a lot? Like, isn't that a lot? Don't you need some time away from each other? And the truth of the matter is no. (laughs) We just, it's when we, when we were in college and we were, we were work studies at OCU and we shared an office. And so the whole beginning of our relationship was we would go to class and then go to work and talk at work. And and that was sort of just how things began. And the interesting thing about when we were in New York was that 
while we were living the dream, I mean, we were literally living the dream. We were working on Broadway. It was everything that we wanted and we were both getting to do exactly kind of what we set out to do. It was magic, but we never saw each other. And Jeremy's office hours were a typical business schedule. So he was, you know, in the in the office by 9.30 and done usually around 6.30 or 7, but sometimes it was later than that. And then I was on the show schedule. So by the time I got home from the show, he was asleep. And by the time he left for in the morning, I was still sleeping because when you're on the show schedule and you need those eight hours of sleep and you're not getting home until 12.30 you sleep in a little sometimes. And um, so we would like catch each other in between in between our shows. And in Times Square, you might know the TKTS ticket booth. Well, it sort of sits right in the middle. And there for a time, I was working on either 45th or 46th Street in A Chorus Line and Little Mermaid. And his office was on the other side of Broadway uh, on 46th. Mm-hmm. And we, the TKTS booth is right in the middle. So we would literally just go and get a cup of coffee and sit on the steps at the TKTS booth. And that was like our time together. And it's just kind of an interesting story because while we were, you know, having this dream come true kind of career moment, it soon became clear that we couldn't sustain this. <laughs> we were like, we need to see each other. And so I don't know if it feels like we're making up for lost time from all those years <laughs> or what, but we kind of do everything together. I mean, we are homeschooling our kids together. We're parenting together. We have two businesses together. And I just kind of, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's just the best. It's the best. We're kind of weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, those are such good stories. That's so amazing. Well, I, I want to ask you one more question. Um, the Lex has done so many amazing things, and the future is so bright for the Lex. I want to ask you all what you all are most excited for as we are looking forward. What's the thing that excites you the most? For me, it is the possibilities. I think because, you know, we started with a single show, the title 42nd Street and doing a concert. And every year we've continued to add more and more things that we're you know, kind of adding things to our tool belt. So we are you know, now partnering and doing script to table and now doing more shows at the Opera House and now you know, having the education programs and now having an outreach coordinator who does outreach for us. Like, he's so. really, he's really great. <laughs> so I, I'm excited about the possibilities for the future because I think that they are endless. And I think that, um, we have a lot to offer for this community. We have a lot to offer for artists and I kind of can't wait to see where it all ends up. That was so well said. So well said. So that. well said. And you covered all the bases. You left no boxes for Lindy to check. <laughs> I know. Sorry, honey. This, this, is how, this is how we roll. I, I mean, I second everything he said. And I think the other thing I'm really excited about, and I think it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just itching for the pandemic to sort of settle down so that we Aren't can we get back to, I know, so that we can just get back to, not, of course, we're going to get back to our onstage work, but 
I'm really excited to engage with our community more. And it's one of the things that when you're building a company from the ground up, from scratch, like you said, it takes so much work. And so for the past five and a half years, we have just been working, 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 like literally round the clock, seven days a week. I mean, just it's been so much work to kind of get the company on its feet and to kind of have some a track record and some shows under our belt and some things that we can kind of, you know, we've built the foundation. And now in the last 18 months over the pandemic, we've grown our team. You and Gretchen have joined us full time. And so because the team is growing, it's allowing Jeremy and I to be able to find that those pockets of time where we can now get out and share what we've built with more people. And the, you know, having you on the team, Joseph, and working on our outreach and our community engagement and all of the different things we want to create to bring our community together to enjoy musical theater. I just get, when I think about it, I get so giddy and excited because I feel like we've, we're getting to the point now, we've always been sharing our work, but now we have a little bit more time and space where we can do more of the sharing and not just, not just when we're doing shows, but all the time. And so I'm really excited to get to know even more of our community and, and share our love of musical theater with them. Ah, uh, musicals make life better. <laughs> they really do. They do. <laughs> they really do. They really do. Well, I love talking to you all, all the time. I love doing it even in podcast form. And I'm learning more about you. I, the TKTS story, never knew. I had never heard that before. So there's there's new <laughs> little nuggets of wisdom about Lindy and Jeremy. You can <laughs> There's always something more. But uh, thank you all for joining Beyond the Fourth Wall today. I see you every day, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really fun. I mean, it's so fun. I'm s- super excited about this series that we're doing on the podcast to get to know our team a little bit because we're, just like I said, we're always so busy doing the work, doing the shows. And so it's nice to kind of take that extra space and and get to know each other and start to start the conversations more. And I can't wait to hear from all the rest of the team. It's going to be so fun. I know. I got to get ready for my for my interview. We're going to flip it back. Yes. <laughs> Things, the, the world's going to be righted again. It's oh. not going to be topsy-turvy anymore. Oh, hey, you, you are a great interviewer. Great Thank work. Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate it. <laughs> you are, and I am happy to go back not... On the mic, behind my computer desk. He's going back to, to the people. back to the spread, <laughs> going back to the spreadsheets, back to the budgets. He's headed back downstairs to the office. You did great, Jeremy. It was so good. <laughs> well, we'll do this more. Thank you, Joseph. This was awesome. Yeah, thank you all. We'll see you soon. The Lex is back on stage in 2022 with season tickets now on sale for our summer productions of Disney's The Little Mermaid and Chicago. Kicking off our return to stage is Concert with the Stars, presented at the Lexington Opera House on January 8, 2022. The concert features Lexington native and Broadway performer Rebecca Covington Weber, as well as her husband, Donald Weber Jr., and they'll be joined by Jeremy Landon Hayes. 
For information about tickets, visit LexingtonTheaterCompany.org. To find out more about the Lexington Theatre Company, visit our website, LexingtonTheaterCompany.org, and follow us on social media at the Lex Theatre Co.